time for Singles Only Podcast, episode 301. We're on the other side of this. I don't even know what the other side of what that means, but I just like saying it. Um, I sound a little stuffy. I do not have COVID for the third time, but I do have allergies, and I think I had a cold. So that's what this sounds like. Um, But we are on the other side of Singles Only Podcast, episode 300. If you want a shirt, the Singles Only Podcast shirt, and you were a guest on the show, just message me. If you weren't a guest on the show, just forward me a uh, reason why you should be entitled to a free shirt, pfarvar at gmail.com, or give us a review and show me a picture of the review. Uh, is that bribery? It is, but you want a shirt? That's how it works. Or you can pay for it. They're 20 bucks. So get a free shirt very easily. So easy to do. Comedian Jarrell Scott Barnes joins me on this week's Singles Only Podcast with the voice of reason, Patty Vasquez. I will be in Reno at the Laugh Factory, April 14th through the 17th, and then in Laugh Factory, Las Vegas, April 18th through the 24th, opening for Basil, the comedian. Then I'm going to be headlining in Orlando at Bonkers, April 29th and 30th, and then I'm headlining at Spitfire Theater in St. Petersburg on Sunday, May 1st. Check out all my dates at paulfcomedy.com. If you want to get a Better Call Paul shirt and support Parkinson's Foundation, all the proceeds go to Parkinson's Foundation if you buy a shirt from me, pfarvar.gmail.com, or you can buy a shirt on the website as well, paulfcomedy.com. Check out our sponsors, as always, and thank you for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Okay, I know it's all fun and games, my Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Um, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to. Or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime tv call someone that really knows what they're doing someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in chicago and beyond my good friend attorney scott shapiro he is your man give him a call here's the thing he also handles entertainment law whether you're a comedian a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312-627-1650, Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer. And I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff, period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just 
stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well, I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff, it's the best stuff. Emu hand sanitizer. The only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from, lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so I can travel with them. And Emu gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So... Emu is the way to go. Check it out today, sprayemu.com, or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emu sanitizer. You will love it. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, riding shotgun again. <laughs> Patty Vasquez. Hey, Patty. I can't stop riding shotgun. Well, you were gone for a while because of this whole alleged COVID thing that people were afraid of. Blah, blah. (laughs) Bunch of pussies is what I say. Wow. I've gone gone complete denier. I've, I've had it twice and now I'm like, meh. It's okay. I have long COVID. It's okay. I don't, I don't remember anything. It's fine. There you go. Seems appropriate. Riding shotgun is Patty Vasquez. See what I did there? Yeah, you forgot. You forgot that you already did the yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yes, I'm just going to go ahead and explain the joke. That's, I, I, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just making sure people yeah. understand comedy. It's, it's a whole new world out there. Patty, thanks for coming back. We have a, a special guest today. Hello. Oh, Very fun. Uh, well, because I've asked him multiple times to do this podcast, and he'd just be like, nope, still in a relationship. And then... It's like he knew. He's just like hovering around you. And then, no, no, no. What happened? I don't know if you remember this, but you, we were doing a show. You're like, hey, just so you know, I can do your podcast. I'm like, I thought you just did the podcast. He's like, no, 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 your other one. I was like, oh, <laughs> singles only. Because he did he did the uh, make us a mixtape with Marty DeRosa and yes. I. But Jarrell Scott Barnes. Thank you, man. Honestly, I love doing your podcast every time. You live in the greatest white neighborhood in Chicago. <laughs> it's true. It's honest because you know it's a you know it's a great white neighborhood because like in the hood we got liquor stores, but if you go to a neighborhood, it's nothing but a vape store, a vape store, a Starbucks. You're CBD, in a CBD, oh, CBD, CBD, yeah. CBD is the new gentrification. <laughs> That's when you know it's like okay, so people are paying three thousand dollars in rent. Yeah, this is a good <laughs> area. I've been here for a while. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's getting dangerous out here. You know, people are stealing, uh, uh, what are those called? Uh, carbur- uh, carburetors? No, the, no. uh, catalytic converters. converters yes. That's, right. that's the, that's on the, on that new app, the next, or the, what is it next called? Next door. Next door app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the big complaint. The neighbors. You know, people only get like a hundred bucks for that when they, they basically you destroy your car and it's yeah. about a thousand dollars for you. It's a hundred dollars is all they're getting for the parts. Yes. And now there's a, because there's so many catalytic converters being uh, stolen. Now there's a backlog. So all the places around here, you can't even get it fixed. So. Man. That's that's what we deal with here. They're in, the ones in the white neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, it might be an inside job. <laughs> I I always used to say that about the glass places. Mm-hmm. Like uh, all of a sudden, all the windows were broken for a while, and they're like, okay, we're good. 
Yeah. July's a slow month, and then they send like their kid Bobby out to break some windows. Get some rocks. Here's <laughs> yeah. some rocks. Go, go fucking knock out some cars. Let's see how you're Preferably Audis. Those cost a little more than the others. You Power get, windows. Those are the t- You got to drop the movie, man. Paul in the hood, bro. That's gotta, right. <laughs> it's a tough neighborhood. It's it tough. is tough now. I mean, it's it's dangerous now, but yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. is. Chicago's in a different place right now. It's yeah. just crazy. You're from the, what part of Chicago are you from? I'm from the south side of Chicago. Okay. Moved to New York for a good amount of time. And then I came back, and that's right. when I met you and stuff. Yes, yes, it was actually at the first open mic back from New York. Actually, you and don't remember it, but I did. You talked about this to me before at the Laugh Factory. Yes, I, I was the host. Yes, and I was the kid because you you were talking about rock bands, and I knew nothing of rock. Oh, bands. I was so fucking my, with you. Yeah, my only understanding of rock is the emo, Panic at a Disco, Paramore. And that's the only thing I know. So when you were on stage, you were talking about it, and I was just like, I don't understand. You picked up on it, and then the entire show, he was just like, uh, do you know Aerosmith? I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> well, so Patty, we're friends. We can be friends. Patty doesn't know anything about music Any music, either. though, so to be fair. Any? I mean, I, have a, I usually can do pretty well with like some of the female rockers of the 80s. 70s, I could deal with that. Yeah. I could deal with If that. they were in a movie, you know that. If the song or the, yeah, like now I know all of Elton John songs pretty well because <laughs> oh, of the my movie God. and also uh, Queen. All those songs. Do you know Randy Newman then? Because he because does of all the Toy the... Story oh, and okay. all the Pixar movies. Yeah. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> That's so funny. I just saw Toy Story for the first time. Or Toy Story Two is the only one I saw part of it. I was like, I'm so there's confused. a new there's a new Pixar movie coming out about Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah. Is it Tim Chris, Allen doing the voice? No, it's Chris Evans. Oh, I don't know if I like this. Well, Who's Chris no, but Evans? He's, but he's actually an astronaut. I think so. It's what the doll is, what the doll is based on, what the toy is based on. Oh. Going on this mission. Who's Chris Evans? He's a Captain America. Captain America. Oh. Yes. Got a, got a new job. Got a new job. I don't know anything about Marvel or any of that stuff. <laughs> what? Or DC Comics. But okay. But he's so Patty great. doesn't know about any music. Yeah. She, she knows the songs, but she can't name the anything. artists. Yeah. So worse than you. And not <laughs> only rock music, but probably rap. Too, I'm assuming. Oh yes. Rap. Oh man. I am like a music nerd. Yeah. You know a lot. Actually, you taught Marty and I a lot about music. I felt like you, Patty, because yeah. he knew all about the different types of. Of, uh, of hip-hop and rap in Chicago, the different styles and stuff. And I was just yeah. like, what is he fucking talking about? My dad had like a very deep love of like hip-hop. So I knew from a young age what the 80s were, what the 90s were. And then I was very interested in like what was happening now. So it just like music is, yeah, I just follow it. My dad liked Bing Crosby and Bing like Crosby. Louis Armstrong. and you can't, Yo, Matt that's King amazing. That's Bing, amazing. Bing, so that's, Bing Crosby, not Bill. Bing, Bing Crosby. <laughs> Bing Crosby. Uh, I don't know this guy. <laughs> Just sure. I don't know this guy. Terrell's like Bing. 18 years old, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's the one that does it. Uh, There's a David Bowie Christmas song with him. He doesn't know David Bowie. Oh, I don't know David Bowie. <laughs> oh, excellent. He this must be amazing. a nice guy. He must be a nice this guy. Is <laughs> but we're not here. We're okay. not here to talk oh, about music. <laughs> Wait, uh, what did you think about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Halftime. I oh, yeah. It was... It was okay. It what? was okay. I I think it, they didn't really give enough time for the artists. That's I think what I Mary felt. J. Blige has a lot of records, but it's really hard to fit it in fifteen. Tw- yeah, minutes. you have a such sure. a limited period. You, yeah. I thought it was, a, and I'm not a huge rap uh, hip hop artist mm-hmm. uh, fan, but I thought that was the best. That was like the best since yeah. Prince, the best Super Bowl halftime show. You well, didn't like Shania Twain? It was so fun. No, <laughs> like twenty years ago, or like yeah, <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> It's just I'm such a good. It. I mean, all these they pick all these bands, even Green Day and all the stuff they've done in the past. David, but whoever they've done, mm-hmm. it just hip hop is so much energy. Yeah, even if you don't like it, it's yeah. like how can you? Not? I was at a bar in Florida. Everyone was like moving to the songs. It was all yeah. clearly. 
you know, white folks of Florida that didn't know any of that. Well, they probably, everyone knows. Yeah, because the times are changing and a lot of the performers that they usually tap on, like U2 and like a right. lot of those people, like they don't have the reach of like middle-aged America right now because the millennials are transitioning into what their parents were before. So I think them tapping into Jay-Z, who's tapped into the culture, he's like, okay, these are the people people know now. Right. And yes. I think that is it worked. what we're seeing now. But they just got to get the, the stage design. And yeah. Stuff well, like I thought oh, it was yeah. fun to watch the, all the different rooms and stuff. But okay. Anyway, we digress. Sorry. <laughs> You're single again. Yes, I'm back out in these streets, Paul. <laughs> how, how, many, how many times has it been? Sorry. He's again. <laughs> no, he's... Well, no, I mean... Clearly, since I've known you, you at least since we've taught, we've become friends, you've not, you haven't been single. Yeah, I think the almost the entirety of when you knew me, I've been in a relationship. Same relationship or different? Same relationship. Wow. Seven, seven years. Seven, seven years. Seven years of a relationship. Wow. And man. it took a pandemic to break you up. Man, that is, that was the Royal Rumble. That was the Royal Rumble. A lot of relationships in the pandemic, I know, have broken that, up. Yep. Cause when I finally got outside, I was like, "Oh, you single too? You single too?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you make this, I told Patty she's been married for seventy two years, and uh, <laughs> they survived that. You fucking you're you can strong. Su- yeah, you're strong. That's like twenty years lumped into two. Yeah, because you're with each so other. So I now have forty year marriage. Yeah. So, yeah. so I said seventy two. Yeah. I added the forty years. Yeah, so. like the power of leaving the house is what keeps a relationship going. <laughs> I really the feel that The power to walk away, breathe. To breathe. Yeah. To take, be, a, take a break. Like some people, you have, like, I don't know if anybody ever had like a real, like a uh, bad relationship issue, but it's like sometimes you be arguing so much, you're like, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. I'll just be alone. <laughs> with my thoughts. <laughs> with my thoughts. You and know. my annoying cold. You were living with somebody for seven I was living with oh, my girlfriend wow. for, I think, five. Five of, of the seven, seven years. years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we moved in together. And yeah, it just, I guess moving in is such a big commitment, especially like when you're in your 20s. That is like a really big commitment. Yeah, you're too young to do that. Yeah, because it's like, it's different things. You know what I'm saying? You got to, now we on your phone. You got to be like, I can't see this. Can't see this. Got to scroll past this. You know what I mean? Like, you, you you very much like the privacy is gone. You mean you can't like, what can't you look at? Like, just things that you Bikini think you're picture, self-conscious friends. of your partner seeing? Um, yeah, a dude in a relationship is very scared of this social media. Because like, what's targeted in your algorithm is just like, it's not like a regular like, hey, I'm on, I'm just chilling at work. It's just like you know it's like rap music video rap music video twerking 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 so it's like you're you're seeing this every single day but when you're in a relationship uh what you do social media wise what you are like like um looking at you have to just digress from that now i'm in a relationship you have to understand that so you always have to train yourself to be like you know so censoring your not just what you're looking at but what you're also putting out there yes what you're putting out there what you're looking at you censor yourself like i can't i can't look at that you got to be you know especially if you want to be in a faithful committed relationship because of temptation you think or just like respect yeah especially people in their 20s is like they tell you to date a lot and it's for a reason because it's like there's always going to be like temptation out there especially social media you know somebody might be uh, in the comment section and stuff like that. So you have to make sure that you're training yourself and you have to learn how to be like a faithful guy. And that's like a big uh, thing for people in relationships. Like, cause that's not something you just in, it's not in you. It's because something that you have to learn and train to make sure that you love another person. You're saying I, that all men have to learn that to, to, to be in a committed relationship, not to be, or to not be tempted or not to be tempted to be a hundred percent faithful and to be, um, 
the best version of a man for a woman. Yeah, he's going to call her husband, Steve, and kind of suck him like, what are you watching right now? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? Because it, it's there, especially, it's there. I listen, I watch hip hop. It's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? All the videos. But, yeah. But, all the videos. But wanting to censor that or be aware of that and being committed, is it just internal or was there ever situations where she's like, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at that? Kind that's going to be with the relationship regardless of, I, I feel, that's going to be... Every I don't think so. Maybe not. Yes. No. Yes. At some point, you don't think the person that you're with, you're just going to be sitting there like, oh, this is 100% across the board. Never going to... To bother them? To bother or just be like, hey, who is this person? Well, there's a difference between watching a video and like texting back a fan from a show that was like, what do you think of my new bikini? Like, those mm. are two different things. You're talking about scrolling and seeing, you know, or liking a page of... Uh, your your you know your your girlfriend's friend on a on a beach. <laughs> now now you want to die. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's different levels of shit, but I understand yes. what Patty's asking. Like, did you was it? Did you have that discussion with her where she's like, "Hey, you, uh, what the fuck are you liking? All this weird shit." That like, was something. That some people follow a lot. Like, for example, yeah. somebody follows like eighty Playboy models, and he's in a relationship. It's like that's kind of weird. Yeah, I think that's that's something that was because we didn't have Instagram prior. Like we didn't really pop up on Instagram, right? So it's like the likes and the things like that. Like of course you you want to make sure like you're doing the best, like you're being the best boyfriend possible. So like especially on social media, because there's a difference between being a boyfriend in, in the real world and the difference between social media. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure like that's why you see a lot of girls being like, oh, he needs to post me on my birthday, or he needs to do like this, and especially vice versa with males and females, because there's a a, a particular expectation social media wise, just like in reality, you could be the best dude ever social media wise, uh, but in real life, he's you're he's, a fucking dirtball, and you see these relationships all the time, these like relationship goals, you see these like YouTube videos of these couples and stuff like that, and it's showing other people like, oh, this is what love is. Yeah. But it's very performative on their part. So now we're kind of getting accustomed to a lot. Yeah, we're screwing each other up mentally. Exactly. Well, it's also, I think that those people that project this fake life yeah. or uh, talk a lot about their significant others is always a sign of danger. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was younger, before all the Instagram stuff in the 20s, like you would be at a bar and if a girl kept, girlfriend kept saying, or a girl kept going, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, you're like, okay. We know you have a fucking boyfriend. We're not hitting on you now. We're just talking to you. But then you realize mm-hmm. there, there's some shit going on there, and she's protecting herself. Kind of like maybe what you're doing by not yeah. going to the hip hip hop uh, porn section. Exactly. But it's also like it's 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 <laughs> on Instagram. It's like fruitless breadcrumbs too, right? Because now it's like you have someone, and this even situation was fruitless bread. What fruitless breadcrumbs? Like follow me, follow me, Paul. Um, I'm, I'm a poet. Um, I want to hear this. <laughs> Like, it's like you might have a particular girl that might always comment on your photos, but it's a very, it's a very, very platonic thing. There's no flirtation. It's just like, I know you because of whatever. Like, right. pa- Patty, at a, five, two, three years ago, you could have commented. It's like, oh, great. On three photos. She'd be like, who is this Patty girl? Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it did, cause social, wow. media, social media can give you a lot of insecurities. You know what I mean? Like, if I see a person's name under your photo three times, there might be a breadcrumb to something that I don't know. And that is what... Wouldn't it be breadless breadcrumbs then? 
Ooh, I like that part. What's the fruit part? I got it, confused. It bears by no the fruit. fruit. It so bears no fruit. Oh, all right. it went over his head. It went over his head, Patty. <laughs> I thought I, I just You're learned. Following when, breadcrumbs and there's I just learned there, that but, it's nip in yeah. the bud. I thought it was butt. I'm trying something that. different. I'm single now. I'm different now. Fruitless breadcrumbs. <laughs> well, wait, you, you you've been seven relationships. How you're how old did you were you when you guys started dating? Um, so I just turned thirty. So, so all of your twenties, all basically. of my twenties, I dedicated to one. Oh, person. you're gonna be a dirt ball for the next ten years. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you think so? You're making up for lost time, motherfucker. I don't, you're I don't gonna look be, at it that way. Oh, uh, perfect time for you. You're I gonna, don't look at it right now. I'm just right now. Well, you just—it's fresh still. I get the feeling he wants to be content. I want to be more content than it is just like the fit. I'm not into like the whole like being back out in the streets, just like body after body. After, I'm sorry, body after body. Like I'm not into that. You know what I mean? Anymore. Like I'm really just more or less. What do you mean anymore? You were, you were out of the game. You took yourself out of the game. I did. During the prime years of your sexual uh, energy life. I know, man. And I, but it's just. Like, you know, I was very active in, you know, towards the late teens, okay. early 20s. But it's like now that you're back out in the streets, it's like now you can really assess, like, what do you want? And what I came to is that I really feel that you need to have, like, because you want a girlfriend. I think we focus on the girl part. If you want a boyfriend, girlfriend, anything, like, we focus on who that person is and, like, it's in possession and I think we, we don't focus on the friend aspect of it. And I really want to focus on just like, hey, I want a really good friend. And then we could be partners. Because we already have this foundation of like, all right, I understand you. I understand me. When there was no labels, you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. more freedom to mess up. I think when there's like, when we, we get in a relationship, there's like an old school structure. You have to do this. If you don't do this, then it's bad. That means you don't love me. And it's just like, I think it's too narrow of a situation, you know what I mean? Especially because I had a really, I had a really tough time in my relationship. Really, yeah. really, really tough time trying to like work things out. And uh, right now I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to focus on the front. Had it been that tough before the pandemic or was it intensive? I mean, obviously it was intensified. It was very intensified. Uh, I don't know how much I'm going to reveal. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was very intensified. I think I had a very insecure person at a very insecure person or the relationship was insecure too it could have just been the relationship yes but when you're getting to like okay let's put it this way if you're doing everything you can like physically emotionally you know mentally you know to try to you know diffuse situations or like prove to a person that you are very genuine in who you are uh, and it doesn't work. What happens is that inwardly you focus on yourself and say, "I'm not doing mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be." That's doing. That's what I was. I was yeah. feeling from your, you know, saying like you have to be the right, be a good boyfriend and be respect. Yes. You know, make sure you're doing. It. So you were putting a lot of work into creating this facade for her rather mm-hmm. than being genuine yes. to yourself because she was she required a lot of maintenance. It sounds it sounds a like. lot of maintenance, a lot of reassurance, and it, it was like a endless void of like I've I've done these things. And I've been doing these things for years. You should know about the fact that I'm still here and I'm still pushing the effort. It was never going to be good enough. It was never going to be good enough. And then you go and if you love a person, then you're just like, oh, God, I'm not I'm messing up. I'm messing up when you want to make it work. You want to make it work. Yeah. But also seven years is a long time. You both probably changed from when you were, you know, in your 20s. You guys are different people. That's why. It's called the seven year itch. You know, you you separate every seven years. You evolve as a human. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, and I, I think what happened in the pandemic was that it was very much like I was, a relationship was supposed to be 50-50. We can all agree on that, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, if you put something out, you will want something back in return. And at that pandemic, I think it really dawned on me. I'm like, I'm not, it's not a really 50-50 situation because I'm doing all these You loops. thought you were doing more work. Yeah, you know, when you're talking to people, you ever just like talk to somebody about your relationship and they're like, oh, my God, what the, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then now you're like, oh, shit, I'm, this is a weird situation, you know, yeah. to be in. I want to fix the situation so we both can. You were, you were putting in more work and you weren't getting enough out of it. Exactly. And it wasn't even like I wanted it to, to even be generally about me i just wanted to be like i just want you to give me like like just reassurance like you don't know what's going on in my career like you don't know what's going on in my career then check up on that but if it's like something going on in your life then i have to stop what i'm doing so it's uh uh in the pandemic i was just very i kind of put my foot down i was just like hey you know like let's make this you know kind of 50 50 and then uh towards the end of it we just kind of you know broke up and you know uh she was like, I'm just going to be married now to somebody. And what? Wait, yes, what? Yes. Wait, yes. Wait. I'm revealing too much of this. She podcast. got married already? Or she, she's getting married? When you, in my head, this is in my head, this is in my words. When you, okay. when you're, when you're going back and forth with somebody, right? And you're saying, hey, I want this thing. And that person sees the pressure of it, right? Like I might have to give this person something. And it's very hard for somebody to like to take accountability for that, right? So it's very easy for anybody to be like from the outside looking in per her narrative, then it's just like, oh, I'm not like that, right? And then that gets into somebody's head, like, oh, that's probably a better move over here. And you realize like, oh, for the past however months, this was a setup for now. And I was just like kind of it was kind of tough because, you know, especially when you, you what I realized, there's this one artist, I know we're going to talk about me, but it's Cleo Soul. Uh, she, she produces a fantastic album. It's called Mother. She had a, she had a child. And basically, what it, what in the whole thesis of the album was that since I have a child, uh, she, or she or he or uh, whatever gender the baby is, uh, gender doesn't matter anymore. It's 2022. But the baby, <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, my God, the baby will have to go through pain. It will have to go through hurt. And she kind of... Uh, wanted to, she made songs in ode to that, right? And I think, I think when I heard that, I realized that like she only understands her mother's love. Like we only understand our mother's love. Like what we understand about love comes from our parents. Absolutely. Like that's what we kind of look for. We look for the love of our parents. <laughs> so I think, in a sense, that's that, why we're all fucked up as comedians. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think when we kind of, when I divvy it down, I don't it's really hard for me to even use the word hate. I think what it really comes down to is that you were looking for something or a person that I can't be. And I think my upbringing, I had parents that separated. And so my understanding of love is if I'm standing 10 toes down and I'm treating you the way that, that, that my mom will want a woman to be treated. It'll work. It'll work. Yeah. And I think that could be a lie to, and it's happened to a lot of people. I mean, it works on both ways, right? Like I have friends who had parents that were divorced early on and I see them stay in relationships longer because they're afraid that they'll become like their parents. I have people on the other end who were uh, in relationships where, or I'm sorry, had parents who were together all their lives, but 
shouldn't have been married because mm-hmm. they're they've got way more trauma too. So either way, we're fucked because our parents are gonna what what they brought or taught us, like you said, what love is like. It's gonna affect all our relationships mm-hmm. and what we do with that information to avoid being like them or or be like them if we want to mm-hmm. is is our choices. Yeah. But like you chose to be in this relationship for a long while, and now mm-hmm. looking back, you it seems like you realize you were trying to fit something that. That wasn't there. Wasn't there. I was just saying to myself, like, oh, if I keep working at it, then they'll see that and then they'll change. It'll work. Yeah. It'll work. And when it didn't, it, it was like all that work at once uh, just falling apart. This was nothing. You just you just took your entire 20s for a person. Well, no, it's not for nothing because you've learned from it, hopefully. I've and learned you, from And you true. had a positive. There were memories from it. And now, you know, looking back on it, it's like, okay, next time. I know I don't have to, I shouldn't be working this hard mm-hmm. for something that's supposed to be enjoyable. But wouldn't it be like, okay, but to, to challenge your point, <laughs> then it's just like a lot of fears, right? Because it's like now you do. Fear of what? Fear of a cycle. Like a fear it's of not like. a cycle. You will, you've only, a cycle is if something happens like 50 fucking times. You've only been in one relationship but, for seven years. But he was in a pattern for seven years. With of, the same person. Of the same. not being able to be authentic because he had to be what he thought that person needed him to be. Right. Right? Needed you to be. So yep, now right. how do you unravel that to be yourself and be with somebody wholly yourself with somebody who is comfortable with that? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's certain things. Even when I get in like conversations with women, I'm overly sorry. I would say sorry 50,000 like, times. You're like a kick puppy who thinks that everyone's going to kick you a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm still tough. Uh, <laughs> no, you're no, cute though. South you're adorable. Side. You're adorable. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> no. Well, you're looking around, here, you're looking around corners thinking that, you know, someone's going to get you around the corner. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, you have to tell yourself like, is it possible for that not to happen? And it's like, because you know, it's just like yeah. if something falls in your head every time you walk outside, you're, you're like, still going to be warm. Going, you're yeah. still going to be warm. And that it's, could come off very, uh, like, like, dude, you okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to yes. another person that could, you know, but you're also you. you're also a different person than I. I can tell, like, I, just from knowing you for the last seven years, you're definitely not the same. You you know who Aerosmith is now, for example. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you now now know a lot more, and and obviously you're gonna have to throw yourself out there in these streets as you say to get to see what it's like to be in other relationships and you don't have to be in a traditional you know relationship like patty and most of society that's been bamboozled into thinking this (laughs) marriage is a real thing he's like a conspiracy theory (laughs) can we tell you how much of a unicorn my husband is we haven't brought this up my husband does not have a social media account he's never been on anything okay now he is a unicorn facebook facebook insert none of it like yeah his friends reach out to me and have to like i'm like one of those couples yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. get get this message to steve so my brother's like that too yeah Yeah. so that's just it's very good and it's best it's better for like you know Mental programming, because mm-hmm. it's like I don't like I I joke with my friends. I'll just like social media kind of probably ruin relationships. Like we're not supposed oh, to, yeah. we're, we're not supposed it's to know completely ruin relationships. Yeah. We're not supposed to know the cutest person in Egypt and fucking Europe and all these places. Because now you're gonna be like, I just gotta travel know, the world. We know everything about everybody, really. So like I we're talking, my friends and I were talking about like re- high school reunions. It's like, what's the point? We already fucking yeah. We all know each other on Facebook. We like, it's already like all the small talk is already done. What are we doing? We're just going to like basically posture mm-hmm. to see whose life is 
better and whose big bigger dick is exactly. doing better things. You we know? got it. Like one of my favorite songs with J Cole's "Love Yours." He was he was a, he made a song where it was like I got rich and this was everything I ever wanted. And I got rich and I realized that not everybody that was rich around me was sad. And the real truth of it is to, you know, love your life, love yourself. Absolutely. And and to be at the top of the pinnacle of what we think success is, he's saying that. And I think that uh, social media in terms of relationships, I think it is like very much like I see this other couple doing this or I see another person doing this. And I'm more into that because it looks better. But we, but it's very flat sur. It's very, very flat surface. Like it's all fake. Yeah, it's all fake. And I think we lie to ourselves because we're lost because we don't identify what actual love is. But it's very personalized. Hey gang, I'm excited to tell you about this new dating app. This is a dating app that's different than any other dating app I've ever talked about on this podcast. It's called Posse Global. It's a dating app created for groups of friends. See, back in the day, you would go to bars with your friends and you'd meet a group of other friends and magic would ensue for one or two of you. Or even before that, I was in a fraternity. We'd go out to sorority mixers and the groups would meet up and one or two people would have magic nights or magic lives. That's just how it worked. Well, guess what? That's what this app does. It creates all that magic and more. It helps create plans easier for you and your friends to connect with others, not only locally, but globally. Here's how it works. First, you create an individual profile. You guys have known how to do this on all the other dating apps. There's no difference. The difference comes when you create a posse profile. Yep, that's right. You create a posse profile. It could be a posse of you and your college friends. It could be a posse of you and your colleagues at work or your high school friends. You can be in as many posses as you want. You create these posses. It can be you and three people or you and 30 people. Then you see the feed. You see other posses you might want to hang out with. The other features that are so cool are destination features and the beacon feature and the group messaging feature. I don't have time to go into details about this, but I can tell you a little about it. Say you're going to the Indy 500 with you and your friends or you and your posse, and you see, hey, there's another group called Fighting Illini 69 that's going there too. They sound like fun. You can make plans with them to meet up there with them at the Indy 500. Or you can use the beacon feature when you're there if you're not hanging out or not feeling that fighting Illini 69 and see what other groups are there because the beacon feature shows you the interactive map that allows you to see who else is in your area or other destinations that you may be going to and you can group message them to decide if you're going to meet them. Look, there's so many cool things that I just don't have time to tell you about in this small, short commercial. What I can tell you is Download Posse Global, show me that you did, create a profile, create an individual profile and a Posse profile, email it to me and I'll make sure you get some awesome Posse swag while supplies last. Trust me when I tell you this app is the future. Posse Global, download it today. You are welcome. Well, what, what do you, since you've been single, have you gone on dates I've gone on dates. Um, I've gone on dates. I have. But it's more... Okay. Now, this is a psychotic thought. Not a psychotic thought. Let me not preface it like that. I well, think, first of all, whatever you do, don't judge whatever you're doing now because I can already tell you're like, well, it's not. You're already saying it's psychotic. So unless you're killing these people. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not that. psychotic. I check my floorboards. I'm fine. Uh, but uh, it's just like... 
It's a Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying that, like, when it comes to, like, dating, right? Like, obviously, when you're in a relationship for seven years, you're prone to, like, like, like actually, like, just, like, hey, let's, like, actually talk and conversate and stuff like that. But then you realize that it's, like, oh, these people are here for one particular goal. We got to, we got to, you know, hey, okay, we ate. Can we go home now and do the thing? And it's just, like, nah, I'm, like, a 1950s housewife. I'm, like, no, I'm clutching my pearls. Like, oh, my God, this is... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I was, you know, hey, you're leaving already. Like you're one of those things. So it's just, <laughs> it's very yeah. soft in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like Paul's laughing at me. He's like, I, man, they could go. I, but <laughs> I, if I, I if I could be your age and and uh, have your looks and comedy, man, I, I'd be I'd be uh, taking advantage of it while you but, can. Uh, but I, but okay, but yes. And I'm not saying go out there and like, you know, have Tear sex with like random people, but like make a lot of connections so you could learn about yourself too. I mean. I'm not, again, I get it. There's nothing like, you know, you want to have a connection with someone that's a real conversation. You don't want to talk to someone that doesn't know who fucking J. Cole is and shit like that. <laughs> but at the same time, like, just because you have a, a, a strong connection with someone, whether it's physically or mentally, uh, it doesn't mean that, like, you know, if it does, if you don't talk to them, it doesn't turn into a relationship that you're a bad person. Yeah. Or that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that. It's just, it, I think. It's, Why do you say psychotic though? What, that's not psychotic. Other than the well, fact that you're, you're overthinking. You're overthinking. It I know I'm overthinking it because y'all can listen, look at me right now. And be like, he should just go with the flow of things, right? But it's like, well, you I, haven't been in the. You have been. You have been there for a while. Yeah, but it's like it's not a necessary want because it's like I'm not like mentally I'm not getting anything out of it because I think a lot of times when it's like because my friends they just be in the streets. That's all they know. Like, they don't even want to go in the house. They're like, look, we are having so much. It's a block party, and, and you should come. And I talk to them, and they're like, Drew, you're insane. Just go talk to somebody. They, 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 they say I'm very sensitive. They say I'm acting light-skinned, right? And, <laughs> and they say I'm very sensitive. What I does acting light-skinned mean? Because they just say we're very sensitive people. And um, <laughs> this is the truth. Okay. And so they'll tell me, like, hey, you know, you know, it's fun. Just, just go and do that. But it's like I don't have the one because I feel like and I, it doesn't it, appeal to you. It, it feeds the ego a lot. Right. Yeah. Like I don't like the, the 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 activity of just texting somebody for one particular goal feels fake to me. Right. Yeah. Like, like, oh, your day was great. Cool. Cool. When are you sliding? When you coming? over? Right. Like, I don't like I that get that at this point in my life. And. I think right now that's like I said before, like I'm just guiding more towards like actually meeting somebody. Like I'm very much turned on by like a good conversation. That's than normal. I am than like that's good. Body part, but to like me walking into a locker room saying that I'm like a fucking alien. They like this. You can't. You can't be like into that. And um, well, times are changing. We're a lot of people are soft like you. America's <laughs> gotten soft again. It's all I good. See, after seven years, Paul, like you got soft. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's not. I mean, it's that's pretty normal these days. You know, back in the day, like you said, the locker rooms were about getting laid, and yes. guys were talking about who could, who scored more chicks and all that shit. But now it's like I get it. You want to have a, a real conversation. You want to have a friend first. You want to have a friend first. But you can have multiple friends. You don't have to fuck all of them. You could just meet a bunch of people. This is true. And I think for you especially, like you have this idea for seven years of your life, you had an idea of what a relationship should be or and you tried so hard. It's like you can meet a lot of people and make friends with a lot of people and sometimes you'll be attracted to them and sometimes you won't. But you gotta just do, get it, go out there. It's true. Be out in the streets. 
Not like your friends. You can be a you can be an indoor cat <laughs> <laughs> that just goes out like every that. once in a while. Like whatever. Yeah, cause right, I, Patty. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And you can always go back and see who commented on your photos two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah, be like, hey, you up? Yeah, <laughs> like, true. <laughs> where you at? <laughs> I'm out on these streets. Because <laughs> it's like Again. The, I like I like the idea of just staying out to a club at like one a.m. just trying to find oh, the love of the 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 night. I just I can't do that. <sighs> can I just tell you something? I I went out for the first time to a bar and drank on Saturday and I went to a bar and like I was talking to a woman for a while and then I realized that I'm like, oh, this is the this is what times. I used to do. Before like times, yeah. and then yeah. I'd go home with them or whatever, and then I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like I I don't want to just go get food. I was so hungry and I just You didn't even ask her if she wanted to go get something. No, she goes, I go, Well take my number. She goes, Take my number. I go all right, give me your phone and I'll I'll uh, I'll put it in your number. And then she couldn't find her phone, and I just left. I was like, all right, well, they know who I, they saw. Me. They knew they can get a hold of me. They follow me on Instagram. I think so. I was just like, whatever. Just I just was so Facebook. tired. Yeah. And it was like a late night bar, and I just I knew I I just wanted to I wanted to leave. I didn't want to deal with that because in my head I was like kind of like you're saying. I'm like I don't want to I don't want to fucking it's just stay fa- up it just and, feels fake. But, but it's not even the fakeness of it. I just didn't want to entertain someone anymore. It was like three yeah. thirty. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want, and I didn't want to perform. I didn't want to like. I was drunk. I was like, "Fuck! I haven't been drunk in a long time. I mm. I don't even know. I'm seventy two years old. I don't know if, <laughs> if my dick works when I'm drunk on this Propecia that I take with my hair. Yeah, you know, white claw know. dick. That's what you white had. claw dick. <laughs> yeah. I had I had six Jamesons and a white. Yeah, I, it's not gonna work. So. But like you, you can you can go out on. The, are you are you going on dating apps or anything like that? To I went on Hinge. I went on. It's it's the dating apps are just preferences. Do you get to my preferences? Right? Like, the, the, do you it, believe in this? No, I would never entertain you ever again. Right? So I've I I looked at it and I'm like, it's, the app is just so disingenuous. You're just selecting somebody out of a preference instead like but you could meet somebody who like say you're like you hate somebody who likes you too but you don't know that right so you meet somebody like let's say at chipotle and you hit it off then he tells you two weeks later he's like he he likes you too are you gonna stop talking to him it's like no, you can't fuck you too i hate him so much (laughs) but it but the actual transaction like what's you too (laughs) you know bono 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 there we go we got one (laughs) right i I know the actual like interaction you can't like oh I don't want to give that up so you're weighing who that person is but that's different if if your preferences are your priority you put that out there but I I don't think it's as disingenuous if you are genuine in what you put out there like some people only put in little bits and pieces like nuggets of what they're talking about but if you put all your shit out there and and someone else also does the same you're like holy shit are they if they quote this fucking mother song that you're talking about you're gonna be like okay this person's fucking this could be my soulmate. Because yeah, who knows who fucking Cleo Soul is? I bet 90% of the people listening to this podcast don't know who the fuck that is. They should. It's the best album. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, That's like something paper. little. Yes. But I mean, but it's like, okay. Also but those the, are the things that make you, going back to what you said about what you like, preferences, yeah, you look at their pictures. But like, if you look in the inside, like some things that are cardinal traits for you. Music is obviously a cardinal thing for you that you really love. Same right. with me. And if someone, you know, quotes red hot chili peppers in their fucking shit i'm like i can't talk to this person because i hate the red hot chili peppers but it's the same thing with politics yeah. you know people have strong opinions on politics but whatever you 
that's how you you go on those things. If you swipe on there, you can you can see that shit. Yeah, and it's gonna you'll find that connection, like you said, that friendships are built on common yeah. interests. Yeah, 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 yeah preferences. Yeah. yeah, or if someone shits on you know something that's kind of like a funny beef. Then it's like okay, we can talk. I can talk to this person and tell them that they're wrong about J. Cole and you know so and so, whatever, whatever yeah. it is that you believe. Yeah. As long as it's not some asshole. That's actually facts. I could I could agree with you on that one. I I, I should be a little bit more on a dating apps, but also I want to give my time just because I feel very like jaded about like because like, you because yeah. first like one of the things I always believe I like relationships are a religion. It's not like it, you can't nobody can tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? If I tell you to do something in your relationship, you're gonna be like, how dare you tell me what to do in my yep. relationship? <laughs> Just like you can't tell well, anybody. I'm a dating what expert. That's what I do here. But no, no, no. But not like because you're an expert, so people come to you for advice. Just like how he <laughs> <I> just uh, <laughs> cringed. <laughs> but Paul's just like, giving advice. But now. I would go to TD Jakes for advice about religion. It's the same thing. You pick certain people, but in terms of like an overall thing, is it's like religion. You just they, you have to believe in it and what you believe. You gotta feel it. You gotta feel it, right? And it's different every single time. So like now, I'm just trying to figure out what love looks like for me and it's like i can't go back to my parents because my parents had a very toxic relationship right like my dad cheated on my mom so i don't understand the concept of like uh monogamy like i thought cheating was normal when i was a kid like when i used to go to the doctor's office my dad used to holler every security guard chick ever like i would just think it was normal you know what i mean i didn't say anything like you know and as i grew up i used to see kids like crying like oh my parents are getting the divorce i'm like eh. you know what i'm saying like i just i was very like i don't get it you know but like as i grew up i realized that some people um like i knew i didn't want to be like my dad i didn't know i'd like relationship wise sure. because i understood you see the after effects of everything right like you see a woman like my mom was turning up lauren hill like you know what i'm saying like i used to joke around <laughs> At the comedy club, like, yeah, my mom used to smoke cigarettes to that record. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's how I understand yeah. it. So um, as I grew up, I was like, I don't want to be that. And that's what happened with the seven years. Like, I don't want to be, like, I want to be a good, you know, guy. And um, Do you want to be a father? Not at this moment right now. Well, I, feel, I mean, is it something you think you'll want to be one day? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because it's such a big... Because I think that's that's a big part of the relationship that you're feeling. Because you were... You were the side effect. You were the the what happened when there was a toxic relationship and it affected mm. you, mm. and you don't want that to keep going. But yeah. if you're not gonna have kids, then you can be an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a point, but it's like I don't want to be the parent where like, are like mom, mom and dad's are or the relationship. It's not even a parent. If it, take aside, take away the children at, at this point. You're just right. talking about a relationship with one other person or multiple people. I don't know what your life is gonna be, but. Monogamy, polyamory, whatever. I can't fuck. do poly. That's too many people to talk to. Isn't it though? Like, it's imagine a lot of work. you got to put them in a group chat and be like, everybody happy? You mad? You mad? Mm-hmm. You know me, parents. What did I, did I tell you this story before? You're like, ah, oh, you already told me. I'm like, oh, fuck, I thought it was the other one. <laughs> I thought it was Rachel. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much work. I had trouble. Work. I had trouble with one. Imagine five. Yeah, like, it's a you lot know, of work. Jesus Christ. But I think, I think the main thing is just like realizing what you want to do and like taking that next step. That's the big thing for me. And, and uh, yeah, I don't ever want to go back to that, that, that time. I think, uh, I think, like you said, Paul, I definitely changed a lot. Uh, like I actually just took time to just like actually just decompress, understand who I am because I'm a different person now. Because like when you're with somebody for so long, you're like half of a person, right? Like because you're like, I give you the other half, right? So we kind of together. And then what's that? In person, theory, yeah. In theory. It's supposed but, to be complete you 
Yeah, but like in in spiritual, <laughs> like when you when when like Patty, when your husband gone for like two weeks, you feel a little like oh like oh okay I, okay I'm just alone here like you know what I'm saying I got like you know you watch a good TV show like man he would love this TV show you know what I'm saying like you cooking food like man if you ate this food it's right Patty now, that's always gone she's the she's a traveling comedian she's traveling but your husband probably at home just like man I can't wait till Patty come home I guess what happened on Grey's Anatomy you know what I'm saying? y'all got that one show y'all got that one show y'all watch every single time Doctor Who right. Um, I don't really get Doctor Who, but oh, I watch yeah. it for him and the All boys. Right. See, see. But no, but yes, I definitely, and, and, and you're right. I mean, you want to feel as though you want to enjoy something together, and without them, it's not as wonderful. So you have to go through that, like, thing. I had to go through the motions of just doing it. After seven years, I'm just used to it. Like, this was No, no, no but, but, it's not, but I don't feel compelled to. It's just, it should be natural. And so mm-hmm. you fell into, you had to, you fell into a pattern that now you have to, like, re, uh, like, program yourself. Yeah. You had to reprogram from the bottom up. I had like it was a very tough process. And Kanye dropped Donda, so a lot of things aligned <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, like because at first I was just like, I feel you, Kanye. <laughs> they yeah. don't understand you, but uh, it's really truly like the pain of because like um, a lot of times when the relationship ends, it's like I remember I called my mom and I was like, Yo, I'm like breaking up, you know with my girl and I waited like three months to tell her cause I didn't even want to tell her. And the first thing she said, she was like, well, what did you do? <laughs> and it was like, but it very much so is just like when the relationship ends, it's very much kind of like, well, that's what did her you do? trauma too, maybe cause exactly. she's dealt with a guy yeah. that, so that's not your fault. It's not my fault, but it's just like, it, it makes you feel like it is. Yeah. <laughs> and that is like the real part where it's just like, now you're in that cycle of like, what did I do wrong on December 12th? 2020. When your parents get older, you start realizing all the shit that they gaslit you on, and you're like, oh, oh man, I'm dealing with it now. I'm just it. like, holy shit. You got to take that off. And I think we're not showcasing what a real relationship is in the media and like what these kids are growing up on. Because these kids have a lot more obstacles now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they could hop You in. had, compared to our generation, you have more too. You guys had. Uh, porn on your phones by the time like these we kids did. got only fans yeah i know that crossing guard that you cross the street on if you get on instagram yeah. you can get the I follow her only fans it's I'm supporting the community you that's what mean? i do you anybody like you know be the fourth grade teacher like well, you got only fans it's crazy like you know what i'm saying like you don't yeah. it's like they're it's, it's accessible and don't and you go to tiktok like you got all these grown women like it's a lot to process so yeah. it's like this next generation of kids growing up we don't know what the fuck their relationship's gonna look like but i know for mine as far as being a millennial, we we risk and we try and we try to figure things out. You know, we made open relationships very much into social in the mainstream, yeah, in the mainstream and stuff like that. So I think the only advice I can give anybody even listening to this is just you're just gonna have to trash it and understand yourself and what you're cool with. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's just where I'm at. Cause take your own advice and do that shit. You got to go out there yeah. and try a bunch of shit. I have to. I have to. You know what I mean? But if once you once you once you get cheated on, it's very much like a a betrayal right and it's like you think that is very much so like okay like yeah down the line we could trust you, issues because the first year is the honeymoon let's be honest like the first year is like oh my god you like this movie too i do too we're destined <laughs> for each other it's very cool yeah you could do this yeah you could do that let's go on a on a on a on a horseback ride downtown that's cute but three years in it's like i don't got the energy to go on no fucking horse <laughs> i don't want to go on a fucking horse i want to lay down let's just watch horses on tv i want to wear my sweatpants and stuff like that and then it just kind of like i don't understand the trajectory of what a relationship is in those later years after that because now i'm like fuck i don't i don't want anybody to switch up because when somebody switches up 
that you love. Like when I when I when I broke up, it's like it was like a new person. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not the per like it was like I well, was. Well, then you see their real colors. I think that's when you see who really people are and when you're not jarring, around. That's the jarring part, Paul. That's the jarring. Yeah. That's like that's the shit that like really takes. But you that out of that you should take that as a compliment that you were such a positive influence on that person that that when they're not there with you, you see their true colors. Like, oh shit, that's I'm the one that made them a better person. You're welcome. I just yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I can't subscribe. The only reason I can't subscribe to that is just like. That would be okay as if you ended it in a positive manner. Right. Like if me like me and Patty say we together, right? And then we break up and next thing you know, Patty's just saying all the horrible stuff. All the horrible stuff that's going on. It's like, can't we just like Should finally have yeah. closure and have this conversation, like adults and stuff like that? And that just wasn't it. So I really didn't really get closure from the situation because you have to have that narrative. Yeah. To make you feel okay about You don't the share situation. the same narrative with, with the other person. Exactly. Sometimes. Like if we broke it down and like this you will understand where I'm coming from because I thought it out. I like actually sat down, took accountability for anything I did, took account of like but I'm waiting for you to cause you did the thing. And it just wasn't there, so I wasn't able to get closure. And I was very much just in that vortex of just like trying to figure it out. You want accountability. It's accountability. It's very much like it's yeah. like I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay moving on and doing what you got to do. That's your story. But own your shit. But just own your shit for for me. Yeah. Like, because I understand what I did, but the fact that you're not saying it is very, like, that was probably the most hurtful thing I think I've ever had to go through. Well, I hope you figure this shit out, dude. We're going to have you back on. We're out of time. Oh, shit. Listen, dude, you have to go out there. and (laughs) I'm not saying go be a dirt ball and just go spread your seed i'm saying <laughs> you want me to have five children man <laughs> i want you to go out there and like make connections with people real connections and don't worry i mean everyone's going to be on your side if you're like hey you know i want to take things slow or whatever mm-hmm. you're a good person people can sense that and just you've you've had to deal with trauma everyone has their own different types of trauma but you got to at least go out there and dip your dip your feet into the water and, and feel shit out i will i will and I'll, I'll, dating apps all that shit I'll, avoid I'll, comedians at all costs <laughs> yes. don't date other comedians i've i understand i understand but i've been i've been like having conversations and trying to like work through it so hopefully by the time i'm back on this podcast is a is a different thing but yeah. i don't want everybody to think i'm just a sad fucking no, you're not loop, sad. but uh yeah yeah you're in a good in, you're in a good place yes you'll I, be in a good place you know i listen to john mayer and all that <laughs> <laughs> Patty, you know who that is? I think he dated Taylor Swift, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> who hasn't? Jarrell dated Taylor Swift for Just Christ for a sake. small time. It was where can piano and stuff, where, <laughs> where can people find out more about you, Jarrell? And what, what do you got coming up? Your upcoming web project? Uh, so the first, uh, the next thing I got coming out is a web series that I've been writing for the past year and a half. It's called PTO, Pay Time Off. It's about a guy who's been working his ass off for 10 years, finally gets some free time to reconnect with his friends, and he gets into some crazy situations. Uh, so we're about to film that um, the top of April. So I'm very funny. It's very funny, and I'm able to kind of play around with a lot of comedians that I find very comedically funny. Um, so it's just going to be just back and forth through awesome. everything. I might have Paul come in as a lawyer. I I'll do that. <laughs> very tough sell for me. What a stretch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find that. Uh, but also follow me so you can get the updates. It's at Jarrell, uh, dot S Barnes. So it's Jarrell, J-A-R-R-E-L-L dot S dot Barnes, like Barnes and Noble. Hell yeah. Thanks, Jarrell, for doing the podcast. Thank you. I'm Excellent. going to cry and listen to Beyonce all night. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate.
We're going to go listen to this Cleo Soul stuff, too. Yes, yes, Cleo Soul. All right. Thanks, Patty. Thanks for everyone listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Review, subscribe, share. And uh, if you have a review, like I said at the top of this episode, email it to me and you get a chance to win the new Singles Only Podcast shirt. <laughs>